Okay, welcome back to episode seven. You know the deal by now. It's the Big Three Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Chow. Alongside with me today is my good friend and co-host, Akash Nani. What's up, Akash? Much. How about you? Not bad. All right, so uh, before we get started here, um, I think we just, Akash uh, and I, would just like to apologize for the lack of uploads lately. Obviously, the last couple of weeks have been pretty hectic for us. Uh, I think I can speak for Akash there. Um, obviously, with school starting back up and everything, um, personally, I have baseball starting up. I don't know if you have hockey starting up, Akash? No? Or- not just yet. Not just yet, but that's going to be in the swing of things soon. So, it's just been uh, pretty hectic so far, the last couple of weeks at least. So, sorry for the lack of uploads. We're going to try to get a, a more consistent uh, upload schedule here. Uh, probably won't be daily like we did for the first couple of weeks, but uh, should be at least three to four times a week. Correct me if I'm Yeah, probably. Yeah. And there's also the fact that, I mean, there really hasn't been that much happening other than, like, because, I mean, the playoffs are in full swing for the NBA and the NHL and the MLB just in their regular season and the trade deadline's already passed. So, I mean, not much is really happening. Yeah, so I, again, we're more of, like, a news outlet per se we're not really like an analyzation type thing but if you guys want to see that i mean comment down below let us know send us a message on instagram we'll we'll definitely do it if you if we have enough people interested because i mean like from uh from what we can tell from like the uh, from that like views and stuff on the video everyone seems to like when we come out with um new information like our first video is still doing great our video on the Perez news for the F1 fans out there is actually doing pretty good. So, um, I think so far from what we can tell, it seems like people like the up-to-date news better. But, I don't know. Can definitely switch yeah. it up. Yeah, for sure. But I think for now, we'll just... Again, I think a part of uh, adding on to you, obviously those videos are doing better than the other ones. Obviously, because the other videos weren't really up-to-date per se. Uh, we'll try to do a better job of that. It's just both of us, like, we're really busy and stuff. Got some pretty we're pr- pretty hectic schedules, so. Uh, but we'll definitely try to get better with that. Obviously, as time goes on, we'll get a lot better, too. So just uh, we appreciate your patience and support with us. Yep. For sure. Anyways, we have quite a lot of news to talk about today. Um, we got some MLB big news regarding the playoffs that are coming up in around two or three weeks here. Um, yeah, September baseball is in full effect. Who doesn't love that? Uh, playoffs coming up soon. We've got some NHL news, some big signings, along with the NBA news, too. Some other big signings there. So, Kosh, you want to kick it off here? So, all right, we're starting with the NHL. Uh, National Hockey League. Yep. So, big signing that uh, just happened today. Uh, Jonas Brodeen has extended his contract with the Minnesota Wild. So, I mean, it's a lot of money, first of all. Seven years. Seven years, also. $42 million, yep. $6 million a year. Yeah, so it's a lot of cash. And uh, personally, I like Brodeen a lot. I thought the Leafs should really try to go for him. Uh, but it doesn't look like that's happening. He's staying with Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, it looks like he's staying long-term with the Wild, which, I mean, <laughs> I mean, the Wild are definitely happy about that because he is such a good defenseman. He's, I think he's really underrated. Yeah, for sure. And obviously, uh, the Wild, it's 
it was kind of complicated for them. I mean, they're one of the more interesting teams going into the offseason. Obviously, like, again, if we're, like, referring this to, like, basketball, per se, they're kind of, like, kind of like the spurs of the late 2010s here, where it's, like, they're a consistent playoff team, but they don't really do much when it gets there. Um, but, obviously, I guess uh, you see their direction now. They're trying to go all in. Obviously, they got a great... Uh, development system they're a great farm system they have another nice pick this year uh, actually no they don't do they uh it's nine number nine yeah yeah they have a nice pick at nine they've they've got a loaded what's it called uh loaded uh prospect pool to start with two so i guess they're just really pushing that uh Bruden. yeah so i think they're definitely solidifying their decor here and then now uh, if Brodan's back on that big deal, obviously, I, I'd assume Dumba's not going anywhere unless it's a really, really hefty uh, deal in return, package in return, sorry. So, i just see where they go with that. Yep. All right, so how about the next one? Uh, looks like Braden Holtby is going to free agency because it looked because the, um, what's it called, the star goaltender obviously wasn't as great this year. He tried to have re-sign with the Caps, but um, the Caps seem to be a bit uh, cap-tied. Um, cap so it looks like he's going to be gone. Sam Sanov is probably going to take his spot. I don't know who their backup is just yet. Probably sign a cheap guy in free agency. Yeah, probably. Because, I mean, if you look, the Coyotes just signed Aiden Hill, which is a pretty decent deal if I, if you think. But it's, if mm-hmm. you ask me, I mean, but I mean, not not a big one right there. Just maybe maybe their backup. But yeah, um, Braden Holpe, he could he still has potential to be a really really good goalie. He's only three. He's only thirty. Which I mean, for goalies, okay, you could see them get go a bit higher up in there in the age before they retire. And he's still only making six point one annually for a star goaltender like that. I'd say that is pretty good. Yeah, and for, for what happened last year with the whole Bobrovsky thing, like, no goalie's ever getting that hefty of a deal ever again. I don't expect Holby to get a deal beyond, say, 6.7 mil, honestly. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that happening because, uh, yeah, the Bobrovsky really dropped off. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Could... And again, Holby, again, as you said, been kind of disappointing, especially in a contract year. He's getting up there in age, kind of too. So I guess not the best situation for him. I'd see him making between four and five mil. Yep. So like uh, we talked about the uh, before uh, the episode, I was just telling Brian the Coyotes they're looking to trade pretty much every single player on their team that is above twenty five years old. Um, That's true. But, but how about before we get to that, sticking oh, yeah. with Capitals news? Uh, oh, Peter yeah. Laviolette. Uh, Peter uh, Laviolette La was just named head coach of the Washington Capitals, obviously coming over from Nashville. Um, the Caps obviously uh, split ties with, uh, what was their coach's name again? Oh, crap. Uh, um, yeah. See, Mr. Relevant, obviously. Oh, I'm searching it up right now. I can't believe I forgot this one. Yeah. Um, but obviously, yeah, they lost their, they lost their key man in Barry Trotz a couple of years ago. Uh, when they won the cup, it hasn't been the same without uh, big old shots behind the bench. But uh, let's see if uh, Laviolette can do anything. Obviously, 
the Caps obviously got upset by the Islanders. No, who did they get upset upset by this year? Oh, oh my God, my brain. Wow. One second. Yeah, I just I can't I can't think right now, guys. Sorry. <laughs> it's kind of late, but we'll just push on through it. Uh, but yeah, about Peter Laviolette, I was looking for. Um. Oh, uh, first of all, it was the. Yeah, they got upset by Islanders. Yep. Yeah, I was right. Yeah. So. Um, Pierre Laviolette, he obviously was with the Nashville Predators for a while. They won a, they went to the Stanley Cup Finals, I should say, with him. Um, won a presidents. Yeah, won that presidents. Um, but honestly, I think they could have done a better job here. They could have got someone like Gerard Gallant who I think is an absolutely amazing coach with what he did with um, Vegas and things like that. He was, he really showed that he knows what he's doing. Uh, he was available. I really thought he could, he, he, he would be coming in, but I mean, Laviolette is definitely a good, uh, he was probably second option for me. So. Yeah, but I mean, uh, that just leaves him out for another team to go snatch him, right? So I guess it's not necessarily a bad thing for other NHL fans. That is true. Because, like, uh, the, what's it called? The Calgary Flames, they named their interim head coach, their former yeah. associate head coach. Calgary Flames have cha- named uh, Jeff Ward as their head coach. So, I mean, they could have gone out and got uh, Gallant or... He's done a fine job with them, though, obviously bringing them to the playoffs and stuff. They didn't perform or show up, per se, but just getting them there, like, especially the situation when he got brought in. It's yeah. it's not like it's not like a Sheldon Keefe type situation where it's like you're already coming in, you guys had a winning record, it's just a lot of ups and downs, right? It's like the the flames were actually bad when he came in. So uh, no, Jeff Ward was the associate coach. They just fired their coach. Yeah, and... no, he's the he was the interim coach, but coming in like mid season, taking over that oh. job. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, bringing them to the playoffs was a good job. I don't think it was actually a good move. I, he's not head coach material. I think. Well, well, what, what were the what were the details of the, of the signing? How how long is he signed for? Just it depends because I think if you if you lock him up long term, it's not a smart move. But it, it is a bridge deal. I think I could see that happening. It's just like a one or two year experiment. It's kind of like a Nick Nurse type thing here. Like obviously yep. that's paid off wonders for the for the Raptors. Who knows what what will happen to the Flames? Make one yeah, maybe. big move in the offseason. Maybe move Johnny Hockey. Who knows. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but, like, still, I think they could have gone for a guy like Gallant or Laviolette would have uh, helped them shape that team really well. But, anyways, let's move on. But, yeah, going, I mean, back to the, going back to the Raptors analogy here, they could have signed Mike D'Antoni that year, too. So It's true. But, I mean, at the same time, they let go They let go of the coach of the year. So it's, he, was also, he also wasn't, like, performing in the playoffs. And they yeah. traded the star player, too, so I guess. They they completely blew it up, so there is that. So it's it's not. Quick I mean, it, yeah. But I could so, see I could see the same thing happening with Calgary this year. Honestly, like moving either Monahan or Gaudreau. Yeah, uh, it's like, definitely or even possible. moving both. Yeah, unless I think. But uh, again, going back to Holby, I can th- I think they could really well be making a push for him. The two Alberta teams could be making a push for either like a Mark Schirmer or a Holby per se. Yep. Okay, so like we were talking about, the Coyotes, they are looking to make some really big moves. Um, uh, they want to get rid of every single player that is over 25, a complete retooling, clearing as much cap space as possible. And Bye-bye, goal- Ekman Larson. 
safety. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, he their goal is to get their cap hit under seventy mil. So I mean, from where they are now, that that might be pretty hard. But if they're willing to make that many moves, it could definitely happen. And one of the big ones, you like we said, they signed Aiden Hill, uh, one year, eight hundred k. He's probably gonna play backup, and they're gonna look to move either Anti Ranta or Darcy Kemper, which I mean, uh... both are. Yeah, both are pretty solid goalies. Uh, fringe starters, starter, that kind of area. Kemper's been uh, he, great this year, though. Yeah, Kemper has been absolutely amazing for sure. Uh, Ranta used to be on the Rangers. He had some. He had a really good stint there. Uh, before, he, sorry, after he got moved from the Rangers. Um, so yeah, he. I, I feel like the Coyotes there. I mean, obviously they just lost John Chaka, who just left, and. Uh, I, I guess. Could I don't be know. a blessing. Yep, I don't know if it affected any of this, but they're definitely looking to blow it up. Adding on to that, obviously Taylor Hall is going to be a pending UFA this year, so their biggest piece to move would be Oliver ekman said, as I said earlier. But uh, I don't. That that's going to be really hard to do. Like he's got a huge deal, eight point two five mil. Like, even a team like the Oilers that really need a skilled defenseman, because obviously Broberg still needs time to develop and stuff, they don't really have that solid top four. Like, even they're coming out saying it's not worth it to grab uh, Ekman Larson just because, like, obviously you got the flat cut for, what, two or three years, quote me if I'm wrong? And then, like, I don't It's going to be hard to move. Yeah, I mean, it is true, but, I mean, at the same time, what's his He's name? Oliver Ekman Larson. Yeah, he is really good. He is really good. He could give, bring a lot to a team. I think I think a team that could go out and grab him, I think, are the Avs maybe, because obviously they're, they've they been linked to Petrangelo and stuff. But uh, Petrangelo looks like he wants to stay uh, in St. Louis. So I guess, like, you got someone where, like, with the same money that you would have signed Petrangelo for on, like, a bridge deal. Like, it's like, well, I think, how, how many years is, does he have left on his contract let me pull that up right now one sec so okay so he i think he's he, ha- he a quite a long contract though for sure yeah so signed an eight-year contract uh in 2018 so two years he has six years left to go Two-year flat cap, but then he's going to start regressing. So that's when it's going to be really hard to trade him away. But I guess I guess it works out, though, because what? They've got, they've got Bo and Byram down in the system developing. So you get Ekman Larson in, similar deal to what you would have got for Petrangelo. Get him in the bridge year, right? Let Byron develop. Then the next year, you ship him off. And then you get Byron to fill in that spot. So I guess that wouldn't be a bad move by Colorado, honestly. I could see them pulling it off. Yep. I think that's fair. How about we move on? Is there anything else you want to say? Um, I think that should be fine. I just, Coyotes didn't have that much talent to start with. Phil Kessel, forgot about him. Yeah, yeah, that, that is true. Yeah, he, they, I don't know. I don't know what they would get in return. I don't think they'd get that big of a uh, of a haul though. Yeah, Phil Kessel, he isn't where he used to be. So, yeah. Yeah, like we all know the potentials there and stuff. It's just, I I don't know what's gonna be traded for. Like. You're, Stuff to say. Yeah. Okay, so we had some small trades. A really small one was the signing rights to Joel Edmondson. Went to a... What's his name? 
what's it? Uh, the Canadiens for a fifth round pick. I mean, Edmonton's just a pretty decent defenseman, twenty points in sixty eight games, which I I think that's pretty solid. Not bad. Pretty solid. Yeah. 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 So for a fifth round pick, I think, and it's just the signing rights. So it looks like Montreal are gonna try to sign Edmondson, but. Yeah, I think if he plays, he he's a pretty solid acquisition for the, what's it called, the Canadiens, and, and what's it, uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, they already, ha- they already have so many defensemen, so. Okay, too many defensemen. Yeah, they don't really need them at all. Not a, not a single bit, but like, yeah, I think, good job by Mike Richardman here, pretty good deal. Yep. And once again, uh, Jim Rutherford back at it. Nick Bjugstad. Nick Bjugstad. He got from the, uh, what's it? Oh, Nick Bjugstad. He traded. Oh wait. Okay, sorry. I mean, no, he didn't do that bad actually. Not, not Nick Bjugstad. He traded away, but he retained half the salary, um, and he only got a seventh round pick. And if if they, I've got nothing to say on this. If okay, so the trade conditions for that conditional pick is if Bjugstad plays in seventy games or registers thirty-five points, the Penguins will get a twenty twenty-one seventh round pick. If not, then there's no pick moved. So, really, they're shipping off a player for free. Yeah, and they retained the salary too. So, Jeez. I don't know well, what he's doing. Back at it. Yep. <laughs> All right. I guess that's uh, any more news from the NHL class that you want to talk yep. about? One more. Uh, Sean Walker, he's a solid defenseman for the Kings. He goes to the Kings, $2.65 million for four years. So altogether, that's $10.6 million about. Um, mm-hmm. so a lot of people are saying that they've never heard of this guy. Uh, I personally have heard of him. He's an absolute workhorse. He puts in so much work, and he can play a lot of minutes. And he put in 24 points in 70 games this year with the Kings. Not too shabby. Yep, he should. Rebuilding team. Yep, that was pretty solid, and they re-signed him $2.5 million. I think that was a solid... Good deal. Extension. All right, that's all for me. Let's let's move it to the NBA for a bit. Uh, Coach of the year, Nick Nurse, back with Toronto. I mean, was there any doubt? They had to bring him back, didn't they? Absolutely not. Like, (laughs) Masai, I love you. Yeah, I think the next move is just sign, re-sign Ibaka. Ibaka. Uh, yeah, those yeah. short one-year deals or something like that. And then you put everything into Jonas. You have to get him because he could be your Kawhi. Um, I wouldn't say he had as big of a... Uh, actually, that's an understatement. Jonas is a once-in-a-lifetime type generation. Talent, yeah, so. he's a generational player, so yeah, he could be the Kawhi that they need because they don't have that star player that they could put into those hard situations, and he could score uh, score at will pretty much. The Kawhi yeah, took but, for them last year when they needed it, he scored. So, but man, has this Nick Nurse? I don't know, like what type of wizardry he's performing, but like he's done, like this Wonder. is some great stuff though, like. You come into yeah. this into this season. Some people didn't even have the Raptors in the playoffs, and like behold, we have like we have the two C. We push an amazing team like the Celtics to seven games. Um, we all know we all know like Nick Nurse is such a great coach. Like 
no one's putting the blame on him for the losses and everything. So, no, I I don't like to like blame one single player, but this one I think it goes hard. It, a lot of the blame goes on to Siakam. He, a lot of the blame. I kind of feel bad for that guy. Yeah, he he. I mean, he, we obviously know he's such a great player, and he showed it so many times. But when your team needs it most, it, when your team needs you to be its best player, it's he wasn't there. He really wasn't at all. Like Lowry and Van Vliet put, and actually OG and Powell too. They put that team on their backs, but it. I guess it wasn't enough, eh? Yeah, it just wasn't enough because I mean, I mean Lowry, Van Vliet, they can do it, but. They not it's they're not star play other than those two they're not really star uh, players. Lowry is a star player. Come on. Uh, no 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 I mean Lowry and Van Vliet those are the two star players. But then other than okay. Powell, OG sometimes it depends OG's, what he grows into. OG's on and off. Powell's yeah. been like the best player on the second best player on the team though. So yeah, it's those three. But then none of them have a potential to completely change a game, well, other than Lowry. Yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not like a DeRozan or a Kawhi-type guy where they can just generate their own shot at will. Yeah, exactly. So. We thought Siakam was just that, but I guess not for, for this yeah. for this series, at least. Honestly, like, don't get me wrong, Siakam's like an amazing player and stuff, obviously. Shout out wonders for the Raptors, but I think I think he's more of like a co-star supporting cast-type guy instead of being the number one star. But obviously, I think Masai is working the phones on that. Giannis has been heavily linked to us for the 2021 uh, free agency class. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that works out. I hope he comes so bad because that yeah. if he comes and it's still Nick Nurse and they play the same type of game, I don't think there's any doubt that the Raptors win it again. Is there? For sure, they will. Like it's it's honestly this is a competition between us and Miami. Whoever gets the two is winning the next like five NBA championships. That that that's exactly it. And I think I don't know what Giannis wants to do. I mean, he's it's, been... it's either between it's either between us and Miami, unless like the Bucks do some wizardry and start like for making some like fantastic moves and like bringing like someone like Russell Westbrook in. Yeah, I they're mean, they're gonna I, have to work the phones. Yeah, Giannis has already unfollowed all of his teammates. So, I mean, it looks like he's closing that chapter. Uh, so, I don't know if that's even possible anymore. But, it looked uh, really hoping for uh, Giannis to come to Toronto because oh, he, the Raptors showed it. They just need that one extra push over the line. And it, it honestly didn't even need to be someone as big as Giannis. But, if it is Giannis, that's, it just solidifies it. There's... They are the best team in the league, no doubt. For sure. It's just, again, it's just whoever gets him. It's either between us and Miami. Like, whichever team gets him is going to be scary for yeah. a long time, I'll tell you that. Yeah. I think that right. should be it for the NBA, right? Yeah, I think so. All right, well, let's move on to um, the MLB real quick. Just some, just some brand new news on the playoffs here. Uh, the MLB has set bubbles for the playoffs, so they're taking a bubble-like approach. Uh, Finally, similarly to the NBA, NHL, and just pretty much every other league. Um, Finally, yeah. Holy so crap. again, they they just want to they just want to avoid. They're gonna play out the rest of the regular season. Um, I the, the what's it called? The wild card games will be uh, held at whichever out of the two teams that are playing each other. Whoever has the highest record, uh, like usual years, will get the home field advantage for that one uh, winner takes all game. 
they're just doing this so they limit uh, the COVID uh, numbers. Obviously, we've had multiple outbreaks like the Miami Marlins, the Cardinals suffering team-wide outbreaks. They both put the MLB season in jeopardy. So just they just want to, uh, what's it called, avoid that situation completely, especially during the playoffs. They don't want to postpone anything. Uh, I think that already lost them a great deal of money. So adding on to the wildcard thing, obviously uh, whoever has the better record will get it. Um, the NODS, it will be held in Globe Life Field in Arlington, the brand new stadium, and Minute Maid Park in Houston. So the two Texas parks will be host for the NODS, and then the ALDS will be in Petco Park and Dodger Stadium, which is weird because the AL teams are playing in NL stadiums, and then the NL teams are playing in AL stadiums. <laughs> uh, that, ma- that, makes, that makes absolutely no sense to me, but I guess uh, it is what it is. It's uh, Rob Manfred. What, what can we expect at this point? I know, right? It's like worse than Gary Batman for crying out loud. I know, right? I mean, we at, at, in the beginning, people were saying the East were going to play in the Edmonton bubble, but uh, thank God Thank God Batman has some common sense. Yeah, because like that doesn't make any sense at all. Oh, I guess they want to switch it up or something. I don't know, but uh, same deal with the NLCS in an AL room for in an AL stadium for some reason. It's at Globe Life Field again, and then the ALCS is at Petco Park, and then finally to cap it all off, the World Series is at um, the brand new stadium. I guess the MLB just really wants to show it off, Globe Life Field. So this will be the first time and the only time a World Series will ever be played in Texas. <laughs> Will ever be played in the stadium in the whole life before it gets a new before Texas pays for another new stadium in twenty years. <sighs> the uh, Rangers are never making the World Series. I talk to you guys. <laughs> uh, amen to that. All right. Is there anything else? Words. Again, man from Bacchano with the idiot moves. No yeah. booze sellies after after they won the series. <laughs> like, like, what are you doing, Manfred? Yeah, Manfred is... Oh, he's so retarded. It's it's actually crazy how he's running. Like, you're, or, like you're already in a bubble anyways. Like, why, why can't you just let them celebrate with booze? Exactly. I know. It's it's like, what's... Man, he... It's crazy how this guy is the commissioner of one of the big three leagues. Holy Trevor crap, Bauer. Man. Trevor Bauer for commissioner. Shit. <laughs> Yeah. Like honestly, like I don't, I don't know what you're taking, like what you're trying to accomplish by taking away booze. Like it makes no sense to me. I know, like if you win the World Series, you want to be able to drink. Like you want to celebrate. Like this is like people are saying that oh, this this World Series means nothing. And, like now it kind of does. It's like you're taking away all the fun from it, right? No fans. Like now you're in a neutral stadium with uh, no fans again. Obviously, you're in one of the most stunning stadiums in the whole league. But again, there's nothing like home field advantage stuff like and then like sure. now you're taking away this the best part of celebrating after it's like come on man like yeah. like the players and stuff are already hugging on the field after they win so it's like what difference does it make you're just adding oh, into the picture like now you're taking that away like what are you gonna do next take away celebrations completely <laughs> i know like what is that what there's literally no difference from drinking water pretty much because as they're still drinking, what, what difference does it make at all? Yeah, and it's not like they're driving home if you want to make that argument. Now. Exactly. That really a thing. Like, we're in a neutral site now. The Rangers aren't making the World Series, I'll tell you that. So, like... Oh, God. Like, all the teams are going to fly out. Who cares if they're hungover? It doesn't matter. But, I think Manfred's scared that 
they crash a goddamn plane or something. Oh my god. I don't know, man. It's like, this guy's gotta figure it out. Trevor Bauer, please retire in, like, sooner so we can have you as a commissioner. Oh, oh my god. What a mess. Alright. Anyways, I think that should do it for now. You wanna, you wanna sign us out, Akash? Oh, actually, let's do uh, one more thing. So, the Tuscan Grand Prix just happened. I don't think we're going to be talking about that one. Uh, I mean, it was definitely eventful, but still, race end, other than Albon getting his podium, that was just completely the same as it always is. Um, if you want to hear about the Sergio Perez and Sebastian Vettel news, uh, our thoughts on that, it is in the last video. We had Ethan come on and... Uh, help us out there so if you want to go check that out you can and once again so should i end it right there yes that i think that's good all right so once again thank you for listening it's thank you for all the support uh this really is a lot better than we thought we'd be at this point i think and yeah for sure yeah so and again just uh if you're on spotify make sure to follow us on instagram uh, and on Spotify too, make sure to DM us, leave a comment down below. We'd love to hear from you. Same thing with YouTube. Just comment down below, leave your thoughts. Any suggestions, we'll happy to do it. And obviously subscribe and like this video if you're on YouTube. Right. From us two at the Big Three Podcast, have a good week.